And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. That stands for Where's the Line? Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I am your host, Andy Class, and joined by Jabron. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the Parley Pounder. You got it. You got it. We're back. Mm. We're back. And we got to start with NFL football Always. Thursday night on Prime. Always. And we're also going to get into some of those player props <clears throat> and a yeah. Player prop parlay. Let's do it. We have to. My gosh, say that three times fast. I'm not going to try. Yeah, I'm not going to try. Yeah, either. I'm not nope. going to try that. Can't do it. Can't do it. We, we want to get started off on the right foot, not yep. the wrong foot. Yep. So, yep. Yep. so let's talk about this 7:15 kickoff on Prime. Yeah, got to be streaming. Got everyone's a streamer now. Everybody's streaming Peacock Prime, <laughs> all of it. <laughs> yeah, they kind of had Husker fans uh, by the short hairs they last did. week there with they did. Um, people with go out there and make sure that you're still not subscribed. <laughs> One more subscription. Yeah, if you did the free trial. Uh, that's how they get you. That's how they get you. So, yeah, yeah, get off of that. But you know what happened? <laughs> then they're like, oh, the office is on here? Well, Parks and Rec? Ooh, oh, okay. Man. Um, okay. Maybe I will spend another five ninety nine a month or whatever it is. That's how they get you, folks. That's how they get you. All right, well, getting back into the here and now. The Cincinnati yeah. Bengals are traveling to Balmer, Baltimore, Baltimore, to take on the Ravens. Ravens doing a lot better than are exceeding expectations as far yeah. as most. Uh, sitting at 7-3 and three right now. This game's going to be in Baltimore, and they are a three and a half point favorite that over under I'm looking at a 46. Yeah Andy I'm just excited for a, a good matchup on Thursday yeah. night and this we, we're great. not talking Bears Panther good matchup just because they're <laughs> competitive. competitive teams <laughs> against each other yeah. these are two really yeah. good teams in the AFC yeah. obviously AFC North rivals Andy this is going to be an interesting division game just because it both is. the Bengals and Ravens are coming off games that they held big leads and then they just blew it. Right, so, right. Uh, which team can get off the canvas? Uh, I believe the bottom line is this is a massive game during standings, and I like the points in this aspect. I really Ooh. think it's going to be a really good game, and we're getting a hook on the top of the field goal. Yeah. Uh, I think give me the Bengals because yeah. they need it. Uh, they need it in a big way to win this game. I'll tell you what, and the Bengals have been covering for the last five they've covered, and they've also yeah. beaten Baltimore. Four of the last five games sure. straight up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and, you know, Baltimore's had their number over the seasons. Yeah. But as of late, Joe Burrow and company, they kind of got them figured out. Yeah, yeah, they do, Andy. And like you said, yeah, four of the last five or four of the last six coming in and beating them. So I, I really like Joe Burrow in this spot. Uh, not saying the Ravens can't put it on him, but I really believe this comes down to a field goal, even if the Ravens win. It's yeah, just yeah. by that three. How many times these classic um, AFC North games does come down to a field goal? Whether the teams are good, it's bad. what it is. Cleveland even has like made a history of just losing by a field goal. Yep, you that's know? all they do, especially <laughs> to AFC North teams. Now it is time for a Husker shout out here. Yes, Cam Taylor Britt is among the NFL leaders in interceptions, takeaways. He is tied for third right now with four picks. Wow, uh, and and he's balling out. He makes Sports Center. It seems like every Sunday night. It's awesome. He's, you know? Yeah, he's emerging as one of the best corners in the league. Like we we've always known that. Right. Obviously, Cam Taylor. 
Red played really good for the Huskers. Yep. Uh, the past, you know, when he was a when he was a Cornhusker. But yeah, no, it's a lot of fun to watch that guy play, and uh, hopefully he does it again tomorrow night. And he's tonight. more he's more than just a cover guy. Uh, he also has forty five total tackles wow. to go along with that. And most of those, a lot of those guys that you know are ball hawks or are known for interceptions, they don't get mixed up. Right. You know, uh, their noses aren't too tough or whatever. That's not the case with Cam Taylor Britt. So good to see some uh, former Huskers doing well in the league. For sure, Andy. And if I if I may, just uh, a little sprinkle on top of this one, Andy. All Obviously, right. it sounds like I'm going with the Bengals, but I got a touchdown, anytime touchdown score with Mark Andrews right here at a plus Ooh. 145. I just believe that yeah. he's one of the best tight ends in yep. the league, and they look to him in the red zone. I believe on a Thursday night game, yep. short week, they're going to be looking for that tight end in the red zone at plus 145. You can't beat that odd. So I really like that player prop for this game. Okay, I can buy into that one. I, yeah. I like that one a lot. And, you know, Andrews obviously was a top tier uh, fantasy pick for sure for that reason. And Lamar loves going to his tight ends. Yep. Like you said, they, they can run the ball and they can do the bootleg thing up and down the field. But then when it gets into the red zone, yeah. tightens up. Got to find that tight end, right? I believe it's going to happen on Thursday night. All right, Hardy. Got a player prop Let's do for it. y'all. All right, how about a couple more AFC yeah. North teams both sitting at 6-3. and three. The Steelers, you, you just can't count them out. You, you just cannot can't count them out. out the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is a high noon kickoff on Sunday. This will be CBS. Pittsburgh heading on over to Cleveland. But the Browns, depending on where you're looking, which book you're looking at, they're yep. a point and a half or a one-point favorite and my goodness <laughs> the, the total is moving down yeah it's already down to 32 yeah i know andy and like i was gonna tell people before this air <laughs> to go under 36 and a half it's you know because it was up in the up yeah, in the yeah. air about this stuff but deshaun watson out for the season it's still yeah. great it's crazy to me that the browns are still favored in this game it should not <laughs> be the reason if you get in a point for Pittsburgh, just take it because Pittsburgh is going to run away with this one. What? Uh, I it's be- in Cleveland. It's in Cleveland. This guy has never started a game before. I don't even know his name. Philip Walker? No, it's not him. It's, they're going what? with the rookie. Oh no! Uh, so oh, no! It, it's it's just it's it's just a bad look for the Cleveland Browns. Kind of seems like they're packing it in for the year, going for a top pick. Uh, I believe the Steelers roll in this one. So uh, yeah, give me give me the Steelers by a million, but. Under 32, Andy, you got to think that they can uh, drum up some points. Uh, but but it, who? if the Browns aren't helping them, it's really hard to even bet that. So yeah, I yeah I am. I'll probably away from sidestep that. that yeah. But uh, give me the Steelers in every single way, especially in this division rival. The Steelers always come out on uh, top. Yeah, and to your point, Steelers have been covering. They haven't just been winning. They've been covering four out of the last five games. They have covered, and the under has smacked six of Pittsburgh's last seven games. Jeez. And I would not be surprised if the same happens here. So I'm thinking if I had to, I would look at the under, but I hate that, how low that is. Yeah, Because no, you know how games can get at the end of a half, at the end of a game where they're just trading touchdowns. No doubt. Uh, nah, just keep me away from that. Um, but I, yeah. yeah. Dorian Thompson Robinson is the starter for the Cleveland Browns. Well, a triple name guy. Triple name guy. You never know. <laughs> 
but it's not a triple name like RG3. It's a Dorian Thompson Robinson. So go as far as you want with that guy. I believe it's kind of a punt for the Browns. I believe yeah. they're packing it in, and this is the wrong time to do it against the Steelers, which seem to be a little surging right now. They are ascending. And especially yep. against this wavering Cleveland Browns team. Watt and company, they are healthy, and they are looking to wreck the store. They are. All right, let's talk about another noon kickoff game. I know one that you're going to be highly interested in. You're going to be there, right? I am going to Green Bay, Wisconsin on Sunday. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. First time I'm ever in Lambeau. It's going to be sweet. Noon kickoff on Fox. The L.A. Chargers of all teams are going to have to go up to Green Bay where the Packers... The Packers, eh? They are a three-point favorite. That total is set at 44. I'm seeing across the board. Yeah, Andy, and... For it's crazy. I think I'm gonna go with the home team here. I, I just believe the Chargers Three. are playing so bad. Their coach is so bad. He is bad. He, like I, I just believe that they're like trying to <laughs> put him bad. in situations that to fire him, and then they just keep like crawling out of it and winning some games. Yeah. If they, well, if they're they, really talented. They are one of the most talented teams in the in the league. They've been saying that for the last four years about yeah. how they yeah. are Super Bowl That's contenders. Uh, you know, should compete yeah. with the Chiefs. Uh, you just, but you just don't see it. Obviously, Justin Herbert, highly talented person. Uh, most passing yards for th- through his first uh, whatever games <laughs> just surpassed Peyton Manning in that aspect. Yep. Uh, but. I just like the Packers at home, especially if you're getting points. The Packers kind of this, you know, grungy team right now that just kind of survive, 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 and then kind of get you at the end there. So I, I do like the Packers in this matchup. The Packers haven't survived much. They're only three and six. Right. So they're only one game worse than the Chargers. And it is kind of curious that I mean Chargers haven't had much uh success ever. Yeah. In Green Bay. And maybe it's not the coldest you you know game that they're gonna have to right. play. But it's a heck of a lot closer than L.A. Yeah, no, colder than L.A. I, I just I I still think I like the Packers defense enough to think that they'll cover in this game is all I'm saying. So I I just I like the Packers. Yeah, I'm probably home earn a little bit because I'm going to be decked out in my Amon <laughs> Green stuff. But it's uh, another Husker shout. I, I like the Green Bay Packers to cover in this game. All time leading rusher of the Packers yep. is Amon Green, number yep. thirty. What about that total at 44? Well, if I'm going to hit on my first bet, Andy, it has to be under 44 because the Packers <laughs> have the the Packers hasn't scored more than 20 points in seven straight games, so yeah. it needs to keep this one low. Yeah. So uh, yeah. if I'm going to hit that, the under has to hit. And the under has hit six <clears throat> of the last seven Chargers games right. as well. So that that is looking like an under type of play there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you just need you just need Green Bay to win outright here. Yeah, you know, that's I, I all, believe that's, that's what's going to happen. All you need so. to do. Uh, well, I mean, you're getting points, but yeah. Now, do you got a player prop? I do player got a, prop parlay. Player prop parlay. I do got oh. a player prop parlay, and it's about none of the games we just talked about. So these uh-huh. are fresh new ones. I got over 37 and a half yards for Jameer Gibbs. He's the Detroit Lions running yes. back against the Chicago Bears. Oh, easy. They are still yeah. they are still undervaluing this guy at the book. Yeah. Only 37 and a half yards. This guy scored three touchdowns last week. Yep. He's gonna run all over the Bears this weekend. That's an over. I got mm-hmm. over. 104 and a half uh, rushing and receiving yards for CMC, Christian McCaffrey, okay. 49ers okay. against the Buccaneers. You know he's almost going to get 100 rushing himself. Yep. You, you add receiving in there, he's skyrocketing over 100. And then to round it out, I got Tyreek Hill rushing plus receiving yards at 93 and a half over <laughs> the Raiders. This guy is going for yeah. 100 okay. plus 
on the Raiders. So you put all those three together, put 25 bucks on it, you're getting back 165 You heard the horn, so we timed that one perfectly. We timed it great. We were up against it, but I guess not. <laughs> Tyreek Hill, 93 yards. Yep. Is it in Kansas City? It's uh, in Miami where he plays. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Gee whiz. Yes, it is in Miami. Miami. uh, But that's what I was getting at. Is it going to be warm weather? And yeah, it's going to be. All three of these guys are at home. All three of these guys are hidden. So give me Mm. them all. All three. Jameer Gibbs, Christian McCaffrey, and Tyreek Hill. The cheetah. I like it. Putting 25 on it to do what? 165. Ooh, kind of like that. You cannot beat that value, people. All right, let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. We've been enjoying their fall pumpkin ale, known as Wick for Brains, crafted with real pumpkins, giving it a rich amber flavor, not found in many other seasonal pumpkin ales. Nebraska Brewing Company, world class in every glass. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL, Where's the Line, Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Class, joined by Jabron, oh, the Polly <laughs> Pounder. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and we got to get back into some college yeah. football Let's right here, right now, don't we? Yeah. Now, this is mind-boggling to me because we have the number 16th-ranked team in the nation yep. squaring off with the number 19th team <laughs> in the nation. They're both sitting at 7-3. and three, Yeah. And it's not on ESPN. It's not nope. on FS1. It's not on ABC. It's on the Pac-12 network yeah. at 1.30. Wow. That's the Utah Utes taking on the Arizona Wildcats. Yeah. The Cats are a slim one-point favorite. That total is at a 44-and-a-half. Yeah, Andy, and it's crazy that Arizona actually came into this game as a point-and-a-half underdog when this line came out. Right. But the over-under has stayed the same as uh, as it is at 44-and-a-half, Andy. Yeah. Uh, Man, I have backed Utah time and time and again mm-hmm. over over the years just because they're extremely well coached and don't beat themselves usually. And they're yep. you know they're they're solid defensively for the Pac-12. Oh yeah, you I know, just saw uh, Jonah Ellis. Yeah. Uh, Almost leads the nation in sacks with 12 on the exactly, season. Exactly. I mean, they got like, some playmakers. The, the, they're solid enough for the Pac-12, and that's yeah. like saying that, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you, I won't even say yeah. what that's like. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, However, yeah. I just feel like Arizona's the hotter team here, Andy. <laughs> At home. Me too. Uh, I, I, just, I just like Arizona. They have won four straight games overall, and the defense has come along, and the offense yeah. is still a top 30 unit. Uh, Arizona has three wins over uh, ranked teams in the last month, Andy. Mm-hmm. So the proof is in the pudding with Arizona. I believe they've wanted this shot against Utah yeah. for a while now uh, to be in that upper echelon of yeah. the Pac-12. I believe they don't waste this shot and get a win at home. I'm all over Arizona, too. I love what the Wildcats are doing right now. and They don't only win, like you mentioned there. They cover, they've cover. they covered five of the last six games home away. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, another thing that just kind of lends itself to why a conference dissolves and goes away. We talked about how this isn't even going to be on a national broadcast. Right, not even it's, on TV. It's on, it's on their conference channel or whatever yeah. uh, this is. Um, <clears throat> Arizona is sitting there ranked for the first time with a big profile game here. Right. And they're having to do a promo to try and fill It's not even a sellout. Right. The, they're they're giving tickets away right now to season ticket holders to try and fill up the stadium. Say, bring a friend. It's wow, bring it's a 7-3. Who... <laughs> yeah, it's 7-3 seven seven and and three. Three. playing another nationally ranked team. <laughs> that That's pretty sad. Uh, uh, sorry, going out to the Wildcats. 
Yep, I, I'm all over Arizona here, though. Um, I think not only are they going to cover that, and I think the line movement makes sense in this one. Yeah, for sure. Give me the cats. What do you think of that total, though? That really not much movement there. No, not much movement, and I just think that's because everybody's expecting points in this game. Mm-hmm. 45's a pretty good shot at what it's going to be. I, I like this game to go over just because mm. uh, these two teams can score. So I, I, if I had to lean away, I would lean on the over. Yeah, Arizona, uh, their passing game has been real good all season, sure. about 275 per game. They also run the ball pretty good, yeah. over 150 yards rushing per for, game. For the Pac-12, that's pretty the, dang good. I think it's, yeah. And, and you know, we're taking a lot of stabs at them. That's good football anyway. It is. And, it you is. know, it's just kind of fun to take stabs at them. And they're going to be going away in a year anyway. Yeah. So get them while you can. Can't hurt their feelings. They're not going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing so many funny memes and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yes. Yeah, just piling on right now. So. Yep. All right, let's move move on to a 2.30 kickoff. Yeah. This is in the SEC. This game's going to be on CBS. Yeah, big time. Whew, number one, Georgia Bulldogs heading on over to Neyland Stadium to take on, still ranked, the yeah. Tennessee Volunteers. They're ranked 21st in the nation. They are a 10-point dog. Wow. A 10-point dog to the dogs. To the dogs. At home. Yeah, Andy. Uh, obviously, Georgia has been a buzzsaw for much of this season. Uh, they haven't been covering. They, they they don't cover, but it's a, you know, it's their team is top 10 in both offense, total offense and total defense. Yeah. So they just do it all. Uh, however, like you said, Georgia is just 4-6 and six against the spread yeah. this season and 3-5 and five against the spread in its last eight games. So, mm-hmm. um, yes, the Valves, the Vols, uh, weren't inspiring against Missouri last week. Uh, nope. But let's not just overlook this team, especially at home. This is the first time in two years Tennessee has a double-digit underdog. I think give me the points in this one. The Tennessee Volunteers haven't lost at home in two years either. So <laughs> I I like them to cover this 10 points. I know it's risky going against the number one team in the nation. Jabron, you ignorant schmuck. <laughs> ah, here we go. <laughs> uh, I'm not scared of Tennessee yeah. whatsoever. Missouri gave us the blueprint on how to dismantle them. They dismantled them. Georgia's going to take that tenfold. Probably. Uh, and also, Georgia has kind of mastered the art of this 15-game season that they've been playing a lot lately. <laughs> um, and, and I just read this crazy stat. I, I, I should have wrote it down. Um, those games that they haven't been covering, yeah. and they haven't covered like four of the last five road games, Right. they've also been 18.5-point favorites in those yeah, games. So they're they, crazy spreads. They can win by three scores and still not cover right. on the road. They're crazy so, spreads. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit of fool's gold there. But 10 points... Give me Georgia rolling. Yeah. They're not going to overlook Tennessee. They got they shouldn't. They got some time to um, some time off here to work with. They're going to be fresh. I think they're just going to. I think they're going to come to town and smash. Yeah, Georgia has won each of its last twenty seven games yeah. in college football, yeah. and Georgia has also covered the spread in each of its last four games against Tennessee. So it's kind of stacking against me. I just think the Tennessee can bounce mm-hmm. back a little bit from that dismal Missouri thing uh, last I, week. I've heard a lot of reasons, and there's a lot of people on on, on your wagon here yeah. saying, uh, give me the Vols and give me the points. What about that total at 58? Ooh, that is a lot of points to get to, especially if the Vols want to be mm-hmm. in this game. Uh, yeah, I would have to go under on this, but I know it's probably stacked against me that it's not going to. Uh yeah, I mean Georgia has been going over a lot lately. For sure, they've been hitting that over. Uh, but in this game, I do think Tennessee's defense can hang in there yeah. enough. Uh, and both these teams aren't they going to want to establish the run? 
I, I believe so, Andy. You know, and I think and that is that, what the name of the game is for yeah. both of these uh, teams. So I believe the over is a little inflated right here. So I would take a stab with the under. Probably won't bet it, but yeah, if yeah. I had to lean away, it would be that way. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll go along with that. I mean, I'm just saying a lean. Not an just a lean. Just a lean. <laughs> <laughs> but 58, that's a lot of yeah, points. Should we head on over to the Big 12? Let's do it. A 6 o'clock kickoff yeah. on FS1, the 23rd-ranked K-State Wildcats. A couple of Wildcats the this cats. segment. Uh, head on over to uh, Lawrence, Kansas, to yeah. take on KU, yeah, the yeah, Jayhawks. Yeah, yeah. And the Jayhawks are an eight-point dog. I mean, we are talking about them so much earlier in the season. Right. Uh, they got things rolling. Everyone's loving on their coach. And here they are, an eight-point dog to their in-state rival at home. Exactly, yeah. Everybody's been pretty quiet about K-State this year mm-hmm. and pretty loud about KU. Right. Uh, the thing with KU is they just came off a frustrating and humbling loss to the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Yes. And on the other side, the Wildcats are coming off a great performance versus Baylor, bagging 450 total yards, 270 <laughs> of those through the air in 22 touchdowns. I mean... Granted, the third down conversion rate for the K-State was only 4 for 12, but defensively, Kansas State posted four takeaways and held the Bears just a 4 of 17 on third down. What's going on with this point spread? Because it opened up at a minus 3 Kansas State. Yeah. Now it's all the way. I'm seeing a lot of 8s on the board yeah, here. It, it is a lot of 8s, but it, it's it's just that everybody has lost total faith in the Can- Kansas Jayhawks. And I can't say that I blame them, but for an in-state rival game, NKU yeah. over a touchdown. I believe this At is night. too much. Yeah. I believe this is too much. I believe KU can keep this close enough to cover that eight point spread. So I am rolling with the Jayhawks to at least keep it within a touchdown. Jabron, after that Tennessee mishap, you totally redeemed there yourself we go. right here, right now. <laughs> uh, total overreaction with that public money pouring yeah. in uh, on uh, Kansas State there. You're exactly right. You framed it up perfectly, talking about how Kansas State looked good a week ago. Yeah. And, and Kansas looked terrible they did. a week ago. But this is a night game. This is at home. This is an in-state rivalry. This is one of those games where even if uh, Kansas State's ranked in the top 10, you know, like sometimes they are, exactly. yeah. it's still close. Even if uh, Kansas State was 8-2 and two right here and Kansas was 2-6, and whatever mm-hmm. uh, six, right. this is still going to be a close work. game. This is how it works with yeah, yeah. these two teams. I suspect Kansas is going to bounce back on this one. However, I think K-State is good enough to win this game. Right. Kansas is good enough to hang around and cover if they play well, especially on defense. No, I think the sports books had it about right where they opened up with, with three. the three-point line. No doubt. Yep, I thought that was really good. Um, but then just so much money came pouring in on the Wildcats. They had to adjust, and they just keep on adjusting. They did. Uh, not too long ago. And I think you can still get a couple of seven-and-a-half points out there, but I'm seeing a lot of eights in, in many different sports books across the land. What about this total a typical Big 12, right? 56 yeah. and a half. Yeah, this this is tough, Andy. <laughs> this is very tough because, again, if I want Kansas to cover this spread, I believe uh-huh. it has to be a little bit of a lower scoring game, and they got to keep Kansas State in check, especially with scoring touchdowns. So I would have to lean with the under on this, Andy. Mm. I believe it gets to 45. I don't believe it gets all the way up to uh, 56 and a half, like we're saying. Yeah, you're, you're doubling down on the Jayhawks here, yeah. and that, that might be a little dangerous. A it couple uh, score predictors I'm looking at here is has Kansas State around 34, 33, right. and, and Kansas around 29 or 30. Yeah. 
I mean, so they're saying over 60. Uh, yes, they are, Andy. I'm just saying I believe if, if Kansas State gets to that realm of scoring, if they sniff 35 to 40 points, the, uh, Kansas will not cover this game. Kansas State will run away with this if they're getting five touchdowns. So I believe Kansas is going to keep these guys okay. in check with the touchdowns. All right. 56 is 56 and a half is a little bit too much points for me especially if I want to hit my Kansas bet. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Hey, don't you're not shying away from it. I'm you're, not you're shying leaning away. right into it. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners and that is the Stock and Rod Company, an outdoor lifestyle brand for those seeking adventure. Whether it's hunting, fishing, hiking, they got you covered. Visit stockandrod.com to get your wild game on. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. That stands for Where's the Line, Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Ian D. Class, and joined by Jabron. Oh, <laughs> the Parlay Pounder. You got it. Mm. And we're going to stay in the college ranks here, aren't we? Let's we, do we got to stay with some CFB, some NCAA uh, football. Yeah. Let's start with the Big Ten. Some uh, big scoring uh, games. A <laughs> big scoring game here. Yeah. Oh, boy. We got the 5-5 five and five Fighting <clears throat> Illini yep. head on over to Iowa City. Take on the Iowa Hawkeyes at Kennick Stadium. Yes, it's a very, very low total at 30 and a half, but the Hawkeyes are a three-point favorite. Yeah. I mean, way to look at this one, I guess, is that Illinois, the Illini are finding ways to win games lately, which is pretty surprising, yeah. but they don't do anything particularly special, kind of just like every other team in the Big in Ten, the Big Ten <laughs> West. Uh, they're 93rd in scoring offense, Andy, the yeah. Illini are, and yeah. that it, it's just not ideal when coming up against an Iowa defense that's 8th in total defense and 3rd in scoring defense yeah. in the nation. Yeah, uh, just pulled this up. Uh, ben Stevens, he's a good follow yeah. um, uh, on Twitter. Iowa is the only team in the Big Ten West that has less than five overall losses, yeah. less than four conference losses, a positive point differential, it's sitting at .17 <laughs> in conference play, yeah. and has reached bowl eligibility. They are 5-2 and two in the conference, and they're 8-2 and two overall. For right. everything that we say about the Hawkeyes, yep. They pull it off. They somehow they win. They are. It's just that can they really cover a three point spread when I mean we've seen some doozies. Yeah. This year some real doozies. Uh, one that you know sticks out in your mind is you know obviously the game they lost against Minnesota. You know fair catch or not, they still lost. <laughs> right. Um, and then like we were saying before we got on here, Andy, the Rutgers game last week in Iowa yeah. was just. Ugly. Yeah, you yeah. can't get in more ugly game. And then you know what people say back to me is, "Well, did you watch Maryland Nebraska?" I did. At hey. least people could score in that game. It's right. just, uh, yeah, I don't know which way to lean here. But if I had to pick a way, Andy, I do believe that Illinois is only going to lose this game by three points. So I would mm. probably hop on Illinois, maybe buy a half a point, okay, and uh, go with the three and a half. But I, I do like Ooh. Illinois to keep this game close just because Iowa can't here. score. 
You know, it's been bet down. This line opened up at four and a half. It's been bet, sure. down, bet down to three. I think that if you could have got in on that early line there, you yeah, know, no around doubt. Monday or Tuesday, that might have been the safer play if you wanted to get in on Illinois. For sure. And that's why the books have reacted uh, the, the way they have here. Yeah. Boy, that's really slim, and it just feels like, yeah, Iowa by a field goal, right? I it, mean, that's it just, just has to be. And both teams are going to be satisfied with that as yeah. far as that style of play, that type of scoring, uh, which brings me to that <laughs> over-under at 30 and yeah. Half. Oh my God! I. I mean, they keep going lower each week, right. and they keep going under. Each of Iowa's last five games against non-AP ranked teams have gone under the total points, and these lines have been 32, 33, yeah. 29, all all of it low, low, low. So it had. I mean, I do believe this is going under, Andy. I believe it's going <laughs> yeah. under. I just don't believe either one of these yeah. offenses can put up fifteen points. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, you're just thinking like 14 to 12 type of a game. I'm thinking 10 you, to 7 here. 10 to 7, 10 to seven <laughs> Iowa. Could be could be 7 to 4. You know, could be 7 to 4. You know, Illinois passes the ball just enough. They they're average yeah. over 200 yards per game. That's more than doubles what Iowa does through the air. No doubt. Uh so their offense can turn it on, but I just don't think they will turn it on against Iowa. Not, not against ver- this defense. Yeah, not very many teams have. Not so. a lot of teams have. Like you said, you know, the guy has over 1,800 yards passing, yep. 13 touchdowns, but he also has 10 interceptions. Ugh. And I would have to guess the Hawkeyes are going to get another one against him. So I believe that this is just a low scoring event. Yeah. Uh, you know, Iowa squeaks out of here with a three point win. So, All right. Yep. Hey, let's move on out west. Yeah. Now, this is a high-profile yes. game. I, I can't wait for this one. This is going to be a 6.30 kickoff on ABC. Number five in the land, the Washington Huskies. They're sitting at 10-0. and 0, Yeah. But they're heading to Corvallis, yep. the Riser Stadium, to take on the Oregon State Beavers. And by the way, the Beavers are 8-2. and two, Right. And they're still ranked as a top-10 team in the nation. And they're favored here Whew. by two and a half. Yeah, Andy, I don't. I don't like that they're favored, Andy, but I get why they are. I like them favored. Yeah. The one thing I have to get out of the way right away, we were just talking about some dismal teams that can't score the points. Give me the over. 63.5 points. 63.5 points. Easy money. (laughs) I'm going big on the over here, Andy. It's really hard to split you know, here as Washington (laughs) is still in the mix for the playoffs, but... Uh, I, I just love I just love both of these offenses. I think it's going to be a shootout back and forth. Washington's yeah. defense very very penetrable for the Oregon State Beavers. Right. I believe this is going over. Penix Jr. is you know he's going to still yeah. jack his stats up. I believe that this is going to be a high scoring affair. Maybe both teams over forty here, Andy. Yeah, yeah. Penix leads the nation in, in uh, Penix Jr. leads the nation in passing yards. Yeah. At- 3,533 yards right now. Uh, also has a, a leading receiver, Rome Duns. He's, yeah. he's done, put up over 1,000 yards <laughs> yes. uh, on the season. Uh, but I'll tell you what, both of these teams have great running backs and a great yeah. rushing attack. And I feel that that's where they're going to want to, in a game like this, a top-10 matchup, uh, at Oregon State at night, I think Washington's going. They're going. Penix Jr. is going to get his. He has to. He's a Heisman hopeful. He's a, a one of the front runners. I know right now the latest line he was slightly behind Bo, Bo Nix. Guess yep. what? He already beat Bo Nix. He already did that. So oh. he has the trump card on him. Yes. Yes. So just well, win. Yep. Just win. Just win. Um, and that that's where the focus is going to be for Washington. Not. Uh, going crazy and scoring touchdowns. I, I see a pass for this under. Um, 
I mean, obviously they could get that over pretty easily too. Yeah. Uh, but I, I thought you might be looking at the under with Miak because I almost feel like that's one of the best bets here knowing how good their rushing attack is and what type of game this is. Just the only reason I'm going this way, Andy, this uh, Washington pass attack can shred this Oregon State through the air. Sure. Oregon State has been susceptible to that through the air. They're pretty good against the run as far as the Pac-12 goes, and uh, you know not so much against the air. On the flip side, Oregon State's offense is consistently good across the board, and Washington's defense has been inconsistent as well. Yeah. That's why I just believe that it's so high, but I believe both teams are going to be at least 35 points each, hey. maybe pushing 40. DJ Ugalalua. Ugalalua. <laughs> yeah, he has found a home at at Oregon State. Good no to doubt. see that guy bounce back after a rough go of it in Clemson. He wasn't that bad in Clemson either. Just, For sure not. You know, uh, expectations were through the roof. So he's getting things done, though, in Oregon State. And here's the stat I was looking for. Yeah. The total has gone under five of the last six times these two teams have squared yep. up. It's just kind of the, the track record between these two. It is. It is, Andy. But I believe if Washington needs to be in contention for the national championship. Yep. They need this game yep. and Penix Jr. to win this Heisman. I believe there's still a really good push for him to win this Heisman, and it, they have to win this Saturday. They have to win this Saturday, and it has to be convincing for them, for the committee, yep. to take them seriously in the college football playoff. So hey. I like both of those things, and I think both of it happens for the Huskies. The the book agreed with you because this line opened up with the Huskies being a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah. Now they're a two-and-a-half-point two dog on the road. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and you can it all makes sense. People like the Beavers at home, and yeah. that is a good bet, obviously. Yeah. I just think that Washington has too much going for them. Yeah. That I just do believe across the board they're the best team in the Pac-12 with the best player. Best player wins. Give me Penix Jr. in the over. All right. Well, we talked about a high-profile game. Let's go even higher. Higher. A game that you're going to be at. Yes. Right? <laughs> oh, the Big Red. And I'm talking about the Huskers. Yes. Are traveling out to Madison, Wisconsin, Camp Randall Stadium. Kind of a different stadium, but yeah, a fun yeah. stadium. Both teams sitting at 5-5. Five and five. Uh, Right now, Wisconsin sitting at a 4.5-point favorite. Uh, not much moving on the line here. Yeah. Uh, so you haven't seen a lot of money pouring, but I'm seeing a lot of four and a halves. Uh, so just a little bit of Nebraska money has come in to bring that down to a four and a half. Yeah, Andy, this is just this is just a rough one for both teams. Looking at this yeah. game, uh, Wisconsin coming off a horrid loss against Ugly. Northwestern, kind of getting their butt spanked by Northwestern, maybe yeah. the worst team in the Big Ten. Yep, uh, you know, couldn't keep their defense off the field. It was just you Wisconsin know, doesn't cover either. They've only Covered two of the last six games. Exactly. I, I, the, the defense allowed Northwestern to go 11 of 17 on third downs. That makes three straight lodges for the Badgers, scoring 14 or fewer in each game. We're flipping that, Andy. As for Nebraska, they coughed up the ball. Five turnovers in Maryland. This was the <laughs> I was game. There. This was the game to get to bowl eligibility. Yeah. This was our best chance. Uh, like we said, it was just heartbreaking to see all three of those quarterbacks come in and all three make mistakes. None bigger than Purdy at the end of the oh. game uh, in the red zone. But the way you got to look at this, Andy, is a it's kind of a fresh start for the yeah. for the Nebraska Cornhuskers going out here, probably starting Chuba. Purdy in this yeah. game. I don't think they're going to give Sims the nod. It just seems like every time he touches the ball, oh. something bad happens. So I Only do believe, 25% of the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, it <laughs> works 25% for. of the time. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I I do think this is a kind of a good look for the Huskers right here, getting 
uh, four and a half points on the road. It doesn't even sound right. Just because Wisconsin uh, can't put up points either. Wisconsin, like you said, has failed to cover the spread in each of its last six games against non-AP ranked teams at Camp Randall Stadium. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons to look uh, away from Wisconsin, but I'm telling you right now, uh, the number two interception leader in the nation, Ricardo Holman, is a defensive back yeah. for the Badgers. you got to be thinking he's licking his chops right now. <laughs> By the way, a little Omaha shout-out here, Nebraska boy, Xavier Watts yep. is the nation's leader up there at Notre Dame uh, with seven picks. Yep. Always like to get those local guys uh, no doubt. their shout-outs. Awesome. But I just think that uh, Wisconsin defense has got to be just licking their chops, seeing I don't care who's the quarterback yep. at this point. It, it's just it is what it is. Is Nebraska going to have three turnovers or more, uh, four or less? Yep. I, I mean, but they're going to turn the ball over. Yeah, no matter what. But it's going to be a run happy offense for Nebraska. Has if to be. we can establish that run, I think we have a good chance to at least cover in this game, Andy. Looking at that over under at thirty seven, Andy, uh-huh. I think I'm licking my chops at this. Okay. Each of Wisconsin's last five games at Camp Randall Stadium have gone under in the points. Yep. These two teams very much struggle at scoring points. Thirty yeah. seven is way too high for this game. As it gets closer to Saturday, I bet this gets to around thirty-two. Uh, just <laughs> it's going to move that much in line with that Iowa oh, game. So, man. Uh, Andy, I am going with a single-game parlay here, Andy. Let's hear for it. the Cornhuskers. I'm still drinking the Kool Aid. Go. I got Nebraska money line. I got Nebraska over fifteen and a half points, and I got Nebraska over one and a half touchdowns. You Boom. put that all together on DraftKings Sportsbook plus two twenty-four. Give me that all day. Go <laughs> Big Red. I'm going to be in the stands. It's going to be awesome. Go Big Red. Hey, those are some numbers there I can get behind. Yeah. They're not too They're out of low. line. <laughs> and you just got to limit the turn. I'm not saying don't turn the ball over. Yep, I'm over it. that. I'm over that. Just limit the turnovers, yep. and you can see a clear path there. And, hey, bowl eligibility is on, on the, the line, line here Both for teams. the Huskers, and you know they want it. And, yeah, maybe it is a nice little – Brush of fresh air to fresh air to you know get out get away from home yeah. regroup all those things. You heard the horn that means we're up against it. But let's take a quick minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners. That is the Nebraska Brewing Company, world class in every glass. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. Where's the line? Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Klassen, joined by Jabron. Parlay of how you got it. Mm. And you do. You have a parlay play to close this for one out. sure. A for sure hitter. We're going to stay right in the NFL. Yeah. And we're going to talk about a team that everybody wants to talk about yep, here. Yep, yep, uh, yep. Um, the San Francisco 49ers catching some points, some big time points here, yeah. and probably for good reason. This is a three o'clock kickoff on Fox. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers got to travel across the nation to take on the 49ers. And the Niners are catching an 11 and a half. They're 11 and a half point favorite I'm seeing. 41 and a half is your total. Yeah, Andy. If I was a Buccaneers fan, I would like to see this under 10. Uh, because that, that I think that's where the actual line should be. So if you're getting 12 points for the Buccaneers, you might have to look at it just kind of like that. So? Uh, I, I mean, obviously I like the 49ers to win this game, Andy. Yeah. And uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers haven't been 
good over the last month, and you know Baker's always good for a turnover too, especially sure. under yeah. uh, against a good defense like the 49ers. I'm just saying, twelve points is a lot of points in the NFL. It is, and it uh, is. this Buccaneers team, you know, for all its shortcomings, they're still. Very much in the hunt for the NFC South uh, yeah. title at four and five right now. Only a game behind the New Orleans Saints. Uh, like we said, 49ers defense, one of the best in football. This could get ugly. Uh, Niners probably, all in all, are going to roll. I but, think so. Yeah. I, I, I hate getting over 10 points in the NFL. That's kind of a shaky deal. Yeah. Um, but all, the, all those measurables, and I mentioned it in the opening there, uh, that travel, that's real. It, it really is, Andy. And, and, and this is a three three oh five kickoff. Yep. You know, so it's not, it's not the noon game. It's not a night game or something wacky kind like of that. One of those lull games. Yeah, it's right there uh, in the middle. And the 49ers have covered the spread in each of their last fourteen yeah. home games against NFC yeah. opponents. So uh, this is probably going to happen. Uh, this might get extended to thirteen and a half to fourteen yeah. points by the time it kicks off on Sunday. Give me the Niners. Like I said in my, our opening thing, I do like that Chris McCaffrey. Uh, rushing plus receiving yards at 104.5. I believe that's an easy wrap for McCaffrey. He, he's going to go wild in this one. Uh, the over has smacked for the last six times. These two teams have paired up. Do you see yeah. more of that? I, I do, Andy. Yeah. I, I really do believe that the 49ers are trying to become that team. They've had a couple bumps in the road. I believe yeah. this is a very good opponent for them to just go click yeah. on all cylinders, especially with that new defense with Chase Young and Nick Bosa both yeah. coming after this quarterback. Yeah. I believe the defense might score a touchdown or two here. Yeah. Uh, give me the over in this one. Hey, Husker, shout out. Levante Davis Woo! still getting it done at linebacker for the yes, Tampa Bay. I saw he was one of the uh, uh, league leaders and tackles like he uh, always, of course. Like he always uh, of course. is. But he's not going to be enough by himself. No, he's not. I got San Francisco win. I got San Francisco to cover. I got the total going over. No doubt. That's what we all are. All right, so we move on to Sunday night. Yes, this is a very intriguing one. This, this really is. Um, we're going to be out in Denver, and yeah. the Broncos have one back. To back to back games. They're the yep. hottest team in the NFL. They are. <laughs> All it takes is a lot of penalties and some bonehead plays by Josh <laughs> Allen to just get you there. A little yes. nudge. Yes. And the Broncos are four and five for all the jokes uh, that we're kind of throwing them here. And yeah. the Vikings are six and four. Woo! And Dobbs uh, has been resurrected. Good as advertised. Yeah, I guess. Well, and he wasn't advertised at all, so he's yeah. better than nothing. And yeah, he's yeah, yeah. way better than that. This line is at a stalemate. It hasn't moved at all. It opened at two and a half, and it's staying at two yeah. and a half. Denver is your home favorite. Yeah, um, I, you could go either way on this one, Andy. You but could. I do believe that I like the Minnesota Vikings here, Andy. The Dobbs story is great. That's what you just said. Makes mm-hmm. them worth a look as the underdog in this one. Yeah, with riding that wave of momentum under this, mm-hmm. you know, fresh leg quarterback. Like you said, yep. Denver has kind of got lucky in a few different lucky. ways. Did you see that game? I did. I watched the whole <laughs> oh thing, God. and I had some money on the bill, so I was not happy with it. Uh, I mean, I, I just believe that they're, they're the most balanced team here. The Vikings yeah. is what I'm saying. The Broncos, also at home. Ah, it's quietly a tough place to play, but Meh. they don't get up as much as they did, you know, with 2015 yeah. when they're rolling. I, I just believe Minnesota is kind of rolling high right here, and uh, I just don't think the Denver Broncos yeah. are still good enough to score as many points as the Vikings are going to put out here. So if I'm getting points with the Minnesota Vikings, I'm going with it. 
All those things uh, do come to an end as far as kind of beating the system. Yeah. There's a lot of numbers and everything that's involved, and Denver has been doing that. That was about the wackiest way you could have won a game <laughs> no doubt. Uh, against Buffalo when no we saw there on Monday night. And that's another thing. Short week, turn around, and you're running into you know a team that's kind of found new life here in the exactly. Vikings. Very well-coached team, very good defense, and they're going to come after Russ yeah, you're, for sure. You're talking about the balance there. Uh, Daniel Hunter. Yeah. Leads the league in sacks yeah. for the Vikings with 11. That's above Miles Garrett. That's above T.J. Watt. That's <laughs> yep. above Max Crosby. Yep. All these guys. He's got 11. He leads the league he does. right now for the Vikings. So I think he's going to be giving uh, uh, Russell Wilson fits back there big for, time. For sure. And if you're kind of leaning each way on this, Andy, just buy a point for the Minnesota Vikings and get it at plus 3.5 because that yep. is gonna, that's a lock. Uh, plus three and a half is a lock for the Minnesota Vikings. If the Broncos are going to win this game, it's yeah. going to be by three points. I still don't believe they're going to do it. I like the Minnesota Vikings money line, but if you're scared about it, take plus three and a half. I'm telling you what, Vikings have covered their last five games. No doubt they're about five it. 5-0 and oh ATS the they last are. five, and nobody's talking about it. We're talking about We're it. We're talking about Where's it. Where's the line? Let's do it. Should we talk about Monday night? I love it. <laughs> Best game of the year. Uh, I mean, this is what the Swifties have been waiting for, right? Yes, it has. <laughs> Hometown versus boyfriend. Um, boyfriend's brother. We're talking about the Kelsey Bowl 2.0. The yep. Philadelphia Eagles are heading to Kansas City. Yep. And this is going to be a great one. The Eagles are 8-1. and one. Kansas City Chiefs are 7-2. and two. They're also your two-and-a-half point favorite. And, of course, everyone knows... Uh, Taylor Swift is dating, uh, you know, the tight end Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, that one guy, uh, <laughs> that one guy <laughs> for the Chiefs. Yep. That totals at forty-five. Yeah, Andy. I mean, yeah, every, the whole thing's about Travis Kelsey. But Jason Kelsey was just in the running for People's Magazine's sexiest man alive. Wow. So I, they're I mean, both just smashing. They're this just pop smashing culture it. thing. Yeah, they're okay. just killing it. Um, Andy, being serious about it here. I think I'm going to take a stab with the Eagles here. Really? I just think they're they're just mm. a little bit better than the Chiefs at this point. Okay. Obviously, you got to love the Chiefs at Arrowhead, but yeah. I just believe there's a lot of pent up energy from the Eagles from so. that Super Bowl loss. I believe it's ah. going to be kind of a knockout drag out here, Andy. Right. And I like the Eagles playmakers as of right now to beat Ooh. the Chiefs. I, I do like their receivers and either what it, what it, what isn't there to like about Jalen Hurts? Yeah, exactly. In that tush push, it, it comes within yeah. two yards. You know they're getting it. I just think they're the more gritty team at this point. Yeah. Obviously, Mahomes can do everything anybody can do on the planet with a football. So it, it, this okay. is going to be one of the funnest games to watch, but I'm going to take a stab with the Eagles getting some points. You know, you're not out on a limb there. And uh, you're talking about uh, ground and pound and all those things. Yeah. The physicality of the Eagles. Um, they also have the second leading receiver in the league right For now. For sure. The AJ guy's a Brown. monster. A.J. Brown is a monster, and he already has over 1,000 yards receiving. He only trails uh, Tyreek Hill, a yeah. guy that we talked about a little bit a moment ago in, <laughs> yes. in a player parlay. Yeah. Um, and, and I do like the balance uh, of what the Eagles have. Um, I just... It's home. It's 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 Arrowhead. This just feels like a game that the Chiefs get up for. Yeah. You know, we 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 you know hate how the Chiefs 
won't cover. Yeah. You know, they'll they'll, they'll be a ridiculous 11 and 12 point favorite yeah, yeah, week yeah. in and week out. They'll win. They'll win by seven. Win yeah, by eight. Yeah, win by seven, win by eight, win by three. But they don't cover yeah. as consistently as you'd think. And that's because it's a little unfair. That line gets pumped up. Yeah. So much money comes in on them. I think right here at two and a half, I think the. I think they can win by a field goal yeah. or more. It just feels to me like one of those games where the Chiefs are like, hey, we need to remind everybody. Yeah. We we need to remind everybody what's going on here in Kansas City. No, I, I, I get where you're coming at, Andy. Just on the other side of the ball, the Eagles have scored 28 or more points in three straight games since their, you know, uh, lo- their loss to the Jets. Mm-hmm. It really pissed them off. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I really don't believe that uh, the Chiefs have had that moment yet, yeah. and they kind of— root for that kind of motivation, you know, losing to the Bills, losing to yep. the Bengals in the regular season to get on that track. Uh-huh. So I believe this might be the game that they come out a little flat. At Kansas City, they just went 3 of 10 on third downs and only 16 first downs yeah. and 9 penalties over their win uh, and, and don't look clean. in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I believe that they're going to have to be a lot sharper against this top echelon of the NFL, which is the Philadelphia Eagles. So we're I think we're splitting on this one, but both saying this is going to be one of the best games of the year. Yeah, we're definitely splitting, but it's going to be a lot of fun. That total's at 45, and if I was reading all that right, you're saying over. I'm saying over. Hey, we agree on that. Let's go. We agree on that. Over, so, over, over, over. I knew if we just kept, you know, let's talk about this <laughs> line, let's talk about that line, we, we would we agree would, sooner yeah, or we later. we would get somewhere together. All right, Mr. Parlay. Yeah. Pounder, you got to have a parlay play. I do, Andy. And I'm starting out with the Las Vegas Raiders, Miami Dolphins, over 44 points. The Miami Dolphins are going to run these guys out of the building, probably put 50 points up themselves. (laughs) Over 44 (laughs) is a lock. Okay. Second one, I got Detroit Lions. Minus six and a half against the Chicago Bears. Mm. The Lions are mm-hmm. rolling, are going to beat these guys by a touchdown. Easy money. And then to round it out, it's a game that we just talked about. I'm buying the points for the Minnesota Vikings. Plus okay. three and a half. I'm putting all three of those together. 25 bucks to win 85. Mm, 25 to win 85. Nothing too far out of line there. Run down that one more time. I got Raiders, Dolphins over 44, Detroit Lions by six and a half Mm -hmm. over the Bears, and then Minnesota Vikings plus three and a half against the Broncos. Like we said, 25 to win 85. I wish I could disagree with you on the Bears, but the Lions look good. The Lions Lions look look good. All right, well, that'll about do it for us this week, so be sure to follow us on ESPN Tri-City Radio and their Facebook page. Uh, look us up on Twitter at podcast underscore WTL, correct? That's what it is. Getting a lot of fun interactions there. We put out those short videos, getting a lot of views and, and comments. That's always fun to see. It is. Uh, we're also on YouTube. That channel's been growing, expanding yes. faster. Well, maybe not faster than the universe, but right there. <laughs> yeah, so One, subscribe, two, subscribe. Somewhere there. Yeah, smash that, smash that subscribe Please. button. Please. And, and you're handling all the TikTok duties, right? Yep. Get Those on there, and search for WTL. You'll find us. Uh, give us a like, give us a subscribe, please. For those daily picks, look no further than Jabron on the TikTok. Yes. For Jabron, the parlay pounder, I'm Andy Klassen. Thank you for listening. This has been WTL.